Blog Talk Radio. Salad-based uh, meal 
And we became aware of the fact that, indeed, uh, most of, your, of our illnesses is based on lack of nutrition, and that nutrition uh, is substantially supplied by having a, uh, a raw food, uh, whole food, raw uh, vegetable and fruit diet, as well as hydrating the body sufficiently with pure water and, and drinking uh, a certain amount. We drink from six to eight glasses a day. And uh, we also drink other things such as teas. Uh, green tea is one of the main things that I drink. And my wife drinks green tea along with other types of teas. Um, and we find that even every morning I drink, as well as my wife, uh, Dr. Dora, we drink a glass of vinegar water. I mean, years ago we were having vinegar with lemon and various types of cocktails and health cocktails that would uh, cleanse uh, our bodies, get rid of the toxins in our body, as well as balance the pH uh, level of our body. And uh, we've been going for the last, what, uh, what, it's been 12 years, 13 years, honey? Oh, it's been a while. So we started off, we actually, should I do a timeline? Yes, yes, please A do. verbal timeline? Well, we actually started off years ago after reading this book, The One Minute Cure. Ah, oh, yes, yes, that was the book. And that cure, that one-minute cure, and, you know, before I speak, I just want to reinforce my husband just gave a disclaimer that we are not medical doctors. We're not giving anybody medical advice, medical recommendations. We're just we're sharing with you what things that we've done, things that we currently do, things that worked for us. But before you make any changes to your diet or before you try anything that we talk about, we suggest highly that you just run it past your your licensed medical professionals. And I'm just going to add, you know, all types of things come up in our talks. Sometimes people ask us all different types of questions. So I'm going to add to that medical disclaimer, we're not attorneys, so we're not going to give you any type of legal advice. We're not going to give you any type of advice that could impact you without your getting proper recommendations from a licensed practitioner. So in other words, we're not taking responsibility for anything you do with what we talk about. Okay? And we must say that. Okay? So and uh so moving right ahead back to my verbal timeline, this book, The One Minute Cure, talked about using food grade hydrogen peroxide, using a certain number of drops of that in the morning. Um, the full the full um, recipe is divulged in their book. You can get their book on Amazon or different places. I don't want to go into the number of drops of um, food-grade alcohol, but food-grade alcohol is specified because that's what you can ingest in your body. You can't I said alcohol, I meant peroxide. Um, Food-grade hydrogen peroxide 
is the only peroxide that you should ingest, and that's what they talk about in the book. It's not the, it's not the hydrogen peroxide that we buy at the drugstore that if you get a cut, you pour it on your cut so you won't be infected or, you know, that type of thing. No, flu-grade um, hydrogen peroxide, you purchase it. Well, of course, you can get it online, but it's sold, you know, pr predominantly in brick-and-mortar places. It would be a health food store. So just want to mention that, especially after what a previous president was telling people to drink to get rid of COVID. I don't want to make it sound like we're giving any type of crazy, you know, suggestion or whatever. It's food-grade alcohol, uh, food-grade hydrogen peroxide. I keep, I keep, have, I have alcohol in my mind because we use that hand sanitizer so much during the day, and I'm just thinking about it has to be 70 percent. You know, but anyway, I'm digressing. So then that timeline, we did that for a while, and uh, the purpose of that is uh, claims are made, and again, look at it on the Internet. Do your own research. I was telling you about do your own research. Claims are made that food-grade hydrogen peroxide has the ability to rid your body of basically, they're calling it kind of like a panacea, most diseases. Um, but you have to use the use the formula that they say, and you have to use it religiously for a certain number of days. So, of course, something like cancer would take longer than, you know, than another type of infection or or a medical problem. But they're basically that's basically what that was about, and we did that for a while. Um, then we moved on to different cocktails, we had learned from an associate about alkaline water. Mm -hmm. And we went to, we, we actually went to a um, presentation that a man was giving where he, a very interesting presentation, he was demonstrating how the color of water will change depending on whether it's alkaline or not, and he was using chemicals to, to prove that postulation. So anyway, the long and short of it is we were buying alkaline water for quite some time. There was controversy over alkaline water versus distilled water versus tap water, and we got, we got into, you know, we, we did a deep dive into that research, and then we moved on to warm water and lemon juice first thing in the morning. And, you know, that wakes up your digestive system and uh, it gets everything moving the way that it should, helps with bowel movements. It also, we found out that the lemon juice alkalizes water. So did you really need to purchase alkaline water or can you just alkalize your own water using lemon juice? And, you know, again, I'm not going to give you the answer for that. Do your own research, but, you know, let me move forward with the timeline. Baking soda. Now, baking soda, many of us know about that. That's old school. There's so many uses for baking soda, including freshening your laundry, helping with um, gingivitis, as you know, which is, you know, gum disease. Uh, but baking soda also alkalizes the body, and it's um, said to be able to help abate 
um, cancer. Mm-hmm. And we were drinking the baking soda and water for a while, and then we, we got bold and we combined the lemon juice and the baking soda, and that's like almost a science experiment because if you put baking soda in the glass first and then pour in the lemon juice, it starts fizzing. Yes. Like yeah. instant Alka-Seltzer. Do you need to buy Alka-Seltzer, right? right? right. So it's, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we've been doing these things, and uh, we know the benefit of water, but we also know the benefit of adding different things to water. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of no, go awesome. through that. I wanted that to go great. through that timeline because we've done so many things, mm-hmm. including making kombucha, but that's a different story yes. in <laughs> itself. But being we were talking about water, it's yes. prominently water. So Absolutely. So I figured, um, so, yeah, but that's that's the timeline. Did I forget anything? Because we've we've done quite a few things regarding water and health. Well, we've we've done uh, intermittent fasting, off and on, at times. Yeah, and that relies heavily on water, being that, you're not eating, yes. but you can drink and, water. And, and also, we were uh, consistently going to the park to run and walk, which is another part of uh, maintaining your health. That many of us uh, don't take the time to. We don't have the time. We we think, and and we don't. Uh, many of us don't know the importance of exercise, and walking can be, if not one of the most uh, uh, accessible ways of exercising and keeping your body healthy. Well, word on the street is it's probably the best exercise. Absolutely. 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day. walking. And I found out recently that you don't, if, if you're not able to, time-wise, mm-hmm. many of us are multitasking, working two jobs, doing all these different things, right? And um, you can break it down into 15 minutes briskly twice a day yes. or 10 minutes briskly three times a yes. day. I, I don't think I would shorten the time frame mm-hmm. any further than 10 minutes three times. Yes. But, um but, yeah, but if we're going to talk about walking and working out, then we have to add Sleep, but before oh, yeah. we add sleep, we have to add the importance of allowing the body to get adequate rest in between exercising, and I found that out the hard way. And then you had told me about stretching. Uh, you, you know, you must stretch. Yes, which which brings us into uh, a future show talking about yoga. Uh, off and on and during my life, I practice yoga. Uh, we've even, uh, since we got married, we, Dora and I, got together and was doing on an ongoing basis what they call the uh, sun, sun salutation. Yes. <laughs> and you can just look that up. You can go to Google, Google that, uh, those words, sun salutation, and I'm sure that you, have, you will have a plethora of information that comes up, even diagrams of how to do it, even going on YouTube. Look up sun salutation. But I'd like to share my sun salutation story. Sure, absolutely. So I stumbled upon sun salutation probably about 30 years ago Mm -hmm. when I lived in my previous residence. Yes. And um, which will remain undisclosed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had gotten into meditation. 
mm-hmm. and um, the famous name Deepak Chopra came up, and I started uh, yes. buying his books. And I still have the book that introduced me to Sun Salutation, mm-hmm. and it was written by Deepak Chopra, and the name of it is Perfect Health. Mm. And I was combing through that book. I was fascinated with the East meets West philosophy of health. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started delving into it, and he had diagrams of the asanas of the sun salutation in that book. And that was how I learned about it way before I got YouTube, way before I even had a computer, not for nothing. Mm -hmm. And um, that's that's my sun salutation story. That's where I learned it. And I cherish that book, and I still have it on our bookshelf. Yes, I've looked at it on occasion. It's, yeah. been, it's been quite a while since I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you inspire me to pick it up again. Yeah. Uh, Deepak Chopra has always been one of my distant gurus. As a matter of fact, I met and him And not once. so distant. Yeah, not so distant. <laughs> yeah, I was involved with an organization briefly in which um, the first time I met Deepak Chopra, um, he was a keynote speaker. And I was just so happy to, to be in the company of him and his uh disciples and also associates. Um, and a shout-out to Jane if you're listening. Yes, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> we got to contact her. I know. Yeah, she, she, might be, she might be on the call. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we have to contact her. She uh, is a really a sweetheart. Uh, but East meets West, that brings me to a thought regarding good bacteria and bad bacteria. Uh, it's been ascertained that... Uh, the, the study of gut bacteria can reveal a range of human illnesses, and there's been new research which shows that the composition of a person's intestinal bacteria can play a very important role in the uh, development of type 2 diabetes. And these results from a joint uh, European and Chinese research team has just published this information recently. Uh, it states that the number of people who are suffering from type 2 diabetes worldwide has risen rapidly in the recent years. And new research also indicates that your gut bacteria can reveal whether you suffer from the disease. Uh, we have demonstrated that people with type 2 diabetes um, have a high level of pathogens in their intestines. So that says a lot. Pathogens, that's from the food that we Absolutely. eat. Absolutely. Absolutely. It has the food we eat has has, uh, not only bacteria, but some of the food we eat actually putrefies in our in our in our bodies and turns into parasites. Yes. And 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 also has a pesticide, residue of pesticides. If you're not buying organic food, you're just about guaranteed to have food that's contaminated with With pesticides. And over the years, uh, those of you who may know Many of you who know, I've talked about me being a marathon runner and running several, or actually about 14 New York marathons. And I found out, right? I found out through my elders at the time, because this is going back some 40 years, uh, there was an an adage that they shared with me, and that being that the body keeps score. Yes, it sure does. It made a lot of sense to me back then, but I didn't realize until now, it's fast forward to present how much real that is, you know, that impacted me because uh, I'm no longer running marathons on on an ongoing basis. I'd like to do at least one more, uh, but I will have to train 
really sufficiently and adequately enough to endeavor upon that. I used to train six to 12 months, uh, but now I recognize I need uh, 12 to maybe 24 months to, act, act, uh, to adequately train. But the point I wanted to make was that, um, not to digress any further, the East-West dynamic. We, in, in, the, in the Western Hemisphere, we eat a lot of food that's prepackaged. We eat a lot of food that is mass-produced, and that therefore they use pesticides to, to keep the food as fresh or, or desirable as possible. And at we, least appearing that at way. At least appearing to be that way. And we're not aware of the fact that a lot of this food that we purchase is not as healthy as it could be. No. You know, so we learned recently the importance, and I said recent, maybe about five, six, seven years ago. We've been together. We've been married for 14 years. But we, we started washing our vegetables and fruits if we weren't able to get organic food. And then we found out that you can soak the food and water a certain uh, composition of maybe three parts water, one part vinegar, or other types of cleansing material that will get rid of the pathogens, get rid of the contaminants, as it were. Well, you can buy sprays and and other liquids to wash your vegetables with, but I usually just wash them using a solution of apple cider vinegar and water. Yes, yes. So that's something that, you know, the listeners, you, you who are listening, Need soak those greens, soak you know, those and greens. vinegar, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And, and speaking about greens, we learned many years ago that most of us in our community, especially from the African-American community, overcook. we overcook our food, yeah. especially the vegetables. And, and then in some cases, we eat food that uh, is not really healthy. There's no nutrient in it, nutrients in it. And, and uh, indeed, they contribute to that bad uh, bacteria that's in our gut. Well, I know Thanksgiving's next month, and many yeah. people celebrate it. But the 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 meats, the especially the the ham, and and we, you know, many of us have a habit of putting, you know, maybe pig smoked pig's feet or something like that in the collard greens and boiling it for a long time. Even chitterlings. I I know. I know, but those, you know, the thing of it is, and uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like holier than thou or anything like right. that, because no, not, um, I have not always been vegetarian. Yes, I have not, mm-hmm. and being Caribbean, oh boy, I love my oxtail and and you know things like that. So I'm not, I'm not like downing anyone. Mm-hmm. It was a, a, you know, I'm, I'm just keeping it real. It was a struggle to give up those things. Yes. And I know my mother, my late mother, used to make rack of lamb. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that used to taste so good. So I'm just saying, I'm just keeping it real, yeah. that uh, when we, uh, you know, it, I could even quote a biblical scripture that when we were a child, we acted like a child, we spoke like a child. Yes. When, but when we become of age, you give up childish things. Yes. I'm looking at it as being as moving further into my maturity by giving up foods that are harmful to me. I want to parallel that with 
I used to be a cigarette smoker. I, I had smoked, we both were smoking. Yeah, I had I had smoked cigarettes for like yeah. 30 days, a pack a day person. Yeah. yeah. And thank God. And what made me quit? Because I guess people might want to know. Well, you know, why'd you quit? I quit because I wanted to quit on my own instead of a medical professional saying you must quit or yeah. you die. So that was that was my motivation. I had been smoking a long time, and I was like, you know. And then I then I look at older people, right? I I looked I used to look at people who are the age that I am now, right? Because I'm over sixty, right. and I used to say, and I'm over seventy, and I was like, I don't I don't want to be fifty or sixty years old <laughs> with a cigarette hanging out of my Absolutely. mouth. I just thought that was so unattractive. When you're younger, it's like you don't really think about that. But one day I was like, oh my god, what would I look like at sixty with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth? Right. So those types of things were my motivations. You know, I didn't want a medical professional to say, hey, look, you have a choice, live or die. I didn't want that, you know. Yeah. So I, I quit. And, and in another episode of the show, if we have an episode about, you know, stopping smoking and meditations sure. and things to do, and, you know, you need a support group, it's difficult to do it on your own, all of that. I did it by the help of God, you know, thank God. But I'm just saying, you know, that's something people might be interested in for another um episode. So I'll you know, I'll be glad to tell my entire story at that time. But I'm just saying I parallel stopping smoking to becoming vegan. Mm-hmm. Well I'm so happy you mentioned that, hon, because uh we both smoked I smoked actually a pack a day at one time. You know, uh, compounded with me drinking alcohol. So, See that I didn't do. Yeah, much you fun. didn't do that. You I was an occasional, fortunate. like if you took me out to dinner, I'd have a drink, yeah. but otherwise I didn't really yeah. drink. Well, yeah. the, my diet was and my habits were bad. Uh, a lot of it had had to do with my 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 circle of friends and associates. And yeah, you're gonna be like being, the people you hang with. Yes, with me being a musician, a jazz musician, you know, at the time. Yeah, that I, late I, night influence. The late night influence, playing at clubs and bars and so forth, you know. Uh, if it's around you, that's why they say the old saying uh, and the help. Got to mind your company. People, places, and things. People, places, and things. You've got to be aware. And if you're trying to heal from things. anything, and you have to leave people, absolutely. places, and things behind. And, and I just shared a quote by Malcolm X, El House Beliefs, El Sabaos, that he says, you know, in this quote, he says, don't be so quick to be critical of people. And and look down on them. No, they don't we just know. do the same thing. Because remember, at <laughs> one time, you didn't know what you know. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. So we try our best to be as transparent as possible. But we do yeah. have to point things out, though, because yes. when you know better, I feel that when you know better, it's your responsibility to share it. Yes, and do better. Well, you well you have to set an yeah. example. Because there's a lot of people. I'm happy you mentioned that. There's a lot of people that know better. But don't do better. Right. And that's and we were what many of us were in that yes. position too. Yes. Perfect yes. example again, smoking cigarettes. Yes. I knew better. Uh-huh. I saw television commercials about, you know, it causes cancer, it does this, it does that. You get emphysema, you'll end up having to, you know, God knows what, you know, walk around wearing an oxygen tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. Intellectually I knew that. Yes. But that's what people don't realize about addiction. There's a stigma to the word addiction. Right. And um as an as a former cigarette smoker, I never considered it an addiction. Yeah. And, and but I I'll be glad to tell that story and, and at another episode. That we have to talk about addiction. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and addiction cannot be more of an important word to 
to have in our uh, consciousness than now. But we're addicted uh, to food. During the <laughs> pandemic, it is estimated, and and uh, I don't have any science behind this. I know my just uh, my inner thought thinking has told me that indeed more people will develop addictions in terms of trying to self-medicate sure. from the stress and anxiety that they suffer during during the pandemic. Also, to uh, deal with the boredom uh, that some of us experience by sheltering in place and not having access to their associates. So we have to do another episode about addiction. Oh, yes, indeed. We have to do that. Uh, I know in the first show, uh, actually two shows prior to this, I had a show titled uh, Dealing with uh, uh, Coping with the Pandemic and COVID-19 and Addiction. So, indeed, that's something that we're, we're going to cover. And uh, I want to also just state in, the, in ending the show um, that... Before you do that, can I just say real quickly, if you take probiotics, that mm-hmm. helps with the bad bacteria in your gut because that is what you started off Absolutely. talking about. And kombucha, the fermented drink, mm-hmm. and also kefir, they also help... Um, assuage the uh, issue of the bad bacteria Absolutely. in your gut, and they actually feed the good bacteria, mm-hmm. and they you know, get, kind rid, of of the bad get rid of yes. the bad bacteria. Yes. So I just wanted to throw that in before you end it. Absolutely, absolutely. And so the whole idea is to get rid of the toxins in your body as much as possible. And what uh, Dr. Dory just shared is something that definitely will assist in that, in that area. So, again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, this evening, and of course, I encourage and, and ask that you please feel free to share our show with your uh, family, friends, and associates. And we look forward to every Sunday at 6:30 uh, to have the show uh, aired and talking about things that indeed are very significant and have a high impact upon um, our community. Uh, high impact, whether it's positive or negative. Uh, we'd like to discuss as much positive things about our experience and what's happening with our community as much as possible. And feel free to write to us. Baba, give them your email. Yes, okay. Um, (laughs) And also, uh, my website is uh, drumsofchange.com. There's uh, a lot of information that I have on that site. And uh, I will be doing YouTube videos also on a weekly basis. Um, But my uh, email address is Baba Wesley Gray. 1943 at gmail.com. So that's B A, like in Beach Apple, Beach Apple, W E S L E Y G R A Y 1943 at gmail.com. Now, can you be reached at Blog Talk as well? Isn't there a contact? Um, uh, blogtalkradio.com, grassroots holistic health, yes. and they can email, they yes. can message you. Well, well, you can access that, that website, uh, which has the shows on it, but uh, I have to uh, really check back with you. Now, I don't think you can email me on, through that particular platform. Uh, however, each show, you're able to call in, and that number is 516-418-5829. But if you go to blog talk radio uh, forward slash slash roots holistic health, uh, there's an archive. You have access to my site, and you have an archive 
uh, uh, over 200 episodes that I've done. So again, thank you again for tuning in. And we end as we begin by giving thanks to the Almost High, by giving thanks to our ancestors, to our uh, uh, family and friends, and to send love uh, to all in our community and beyond, that community being the African diaspora and beyond. Again, thank you, and we will talk again uh, next week.